Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Ann Ortley's Weekly Weather. I'm Ann Ortley. It's a bright, beautiful day at the bright red desk. It's gorgeous out. I went out for my walk this morning, picked up a coffee and bagel and a little cream cheese and a little sun-dried tomato and a nice iced coffee. It's beautiful out. Welcome to spring in the... In the uh, Northern Hemisphere. Feels gorgeous. Um, Sun and Mercury are at the last degrees of Aries today, getting ready to shift into Taurus tomorrow. So enjoy your last bits of Aries, because tomorrow everything slows down a little as Mercury goes into Taurus. And, of course, he's he's ruling Mars and Taurus. So Mars and Taurus stops being so frantic and kind of focuses a little bit more on what he wants to do. So our week ahead promises a lot of energy, a lot of excitement, a lot of change as both Mercury and the Sun go into Taurus and they invite us to uh, that old song, slow down, you move too fast, you got to make the morning last, just kicking down the cobblestones, doo-doo-doo-doo, feeling groovy, that kind of day. So enjoy it. Have a good time. Just kind of recognize we're having this shift of energy, which moves us into the fixed sign of Taurus, which is all about growing, sustaining, beautification. Uh, Mars is out of bounds for a few more days. He's out of bounds well into Cancer. So he's got a little overabundance of energy. So you may feel you're running kind of quickly, but now you're running with a more beautiful pace. You're, you're, you're working with the beautification energy of Venus in her favorite sign of Taurus. Um, and so that shift happens on Monday, which can be a little turbulent. And, of course, Moon is out of bounds today in Cancer and will be out of bounds tomorrow. So there can also be a little bit of, a little bit of extra emotion kind of flying around in the sky. Uh, and so the week ahead kind of promises this energy of change uh, as we, with, we really settle into spring, we really settle into that fertilization growing process. And of course, last week or two weeks ago or so, we had the new moon in Aries kind of saying, okay, you know, it's time to go forward, we're ready, new changes, new changes. We had all that stuff last year where we felt our life was on pause, and now this should make everybody, this next couple days should make people feel like, oh, okay, a little more optimistic, a little more happy. We do have Mercury having one more square to uh, uh, the Pluto, uh, Mercury and Aries squares Pluto, um, and, you know, we, we try and not do negative astrology here at, at uh, the Weekly Weather, but and I'd throw a little negative astrology in. Um, last week when Venus, which is a woman in Aries, squared Pluto, we had the police officer um, uh, shoot the young man in the dri- in, uh, uh, drive, pulling over for a driving violation. Then, when the sun squared Aries, we had the the shootings in um, the Federal Express uh, place. So Mercury today squaring Aries, we may have another shooting. Um, younger, younger person involved because Mercury's young, and you know it, it's. I, I've just really been struck by. You know, I actually was struck back when we had the pandemic that there were no shootings, <laughs> and I'm like, wow, we haven't had a mass shooting in a really long time, and it does seem like there's a little bump up in those mass shootings so certainly the energy has a feistiness to it so i'm not going to say it's all clean and easy because mercury square pluto you may need to make a statement make a decision but do recognize that because mercury is uh in aries it can come across a little harsh now tomorrow once he goes into taurus it's a different feel 
but today with the moon out of bounds opposite Pluto and Mercury squaring Pluto, you may find that there's kind of an intensity to it. But then as we go later into the week, the week kind of calms down a bit and we uh, we kind of have the Cancer moon, which has a hard aspect. That's tomorrow, Monday. But later in the week, we have the Leo moon, Tuesday, Wednesday, um, and then we have the Virgo moon, Thursday, Friday, uh, Saturday, and then we have the Libra moon on Sunday and Monday. So the Virgo moon and the Leo moon both have really nice closing aspects. So we've got great closing aspects through noon on Saturday after today is over. Right? So finish today up, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, for, so Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, good aspects for getting stuff out the door, happiness. Of course, we have Earth Day in the middle of this week. Um, so that's always that always gives us a little bit of help in terms of moving forward, and we also find that with the uh, at the end of the week, Mars is going to shift into uh, Cancer, and he's going to be in Cancer for two months. So when he shifts into Cancer, we're going to have a little bit of a roller coaster because every time the Moon changes signs for good or bad, Mars is going to react right because he's now answering to the moon so this is always this is always our opportunity to understand how it feels to be a cancer um so this week <laughs> and, and those of you are going i am a cancer and i know what it feels like to be me uh you know we call them moody but we really should call them moony m-o-o-n-y because they are the ones that affect they react to the changes of the moon and i was reading a woman the other day and she was like, you know, every two and a half years, my life changes. I'm like, well, you're a Cancer rising and a Cancer sun. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like every two and a half years, your progress moon changes signs. You get a whole new life. Um, so we're going to feel that energy for the next two months once the moon moves into Mars. So emotionally, we're going to be carried based on what the moon is doing in your chart. Now, of course, the moon moves around your chart every month. So as it goes around the chart, it spends about two and a half days in each house, and the focus emotionally is on that house. So this is a really good way to practice your astrology because I'm going to say, gee, the moon's in Leo. Go look at where Leo is in your chart. And then the moon wants to be in relationship in that house. It's kind of like, I'm over here. Come over here and hang out with me. And as the largest and biggest satellite body circling, circling us, you know, it affects the tides. It makes the tides move 12 feet, uh, I think like 26 feet, something like that up in the Bay of Fundy. So, yeah, the moon affects us. And when Mars is in the sign of the moon, he gets affected by the moon. But this week, because he's out of bounds, he's a little over the top. The other thing that we're having, it's not happening until next week, um, we're going to have Pluto station. And when Pluto stations, what he does is he kind of uh, he shifts um, and goes backwards. He's going to stop. He's in Capricorn. He's going to stop. He's going to stop next week on the 27th, which is Tuesday. But we feel him Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. We feel him five days in advance. So you're going to feel the, the slowing down of the Lord of the Underworld and, and a lot of times when Pluto stops, we have a war, we have a volcano, we have some kind of earthquake. Just, I did a paper once for my a certification, my NCGR certification, and I did it on the war in, uh, with Saddam Hussein with George Bush Sr. And, of course, he invaded Kuwait on a Pluto station, and then we, George Bush, got the coalition and started the Iraq war 
the first one on a Pluto station. So it's Pluto, when he stops, he does represent war, change, transformation. So we're going to feel that energy towards the end of the week. And, um, and then he goes backwards until the fall where he'll stop and go forward again. So it's, it's kind of a powerful week, but not bad powerful, like forward motion, get stuff done. But once Pluto stations, then next month, next month we're going to have Jupiter and uh, Saturn station when we get into the Gemini energy. So it's important to um, get your stuff done, get it out the door, get moving on it, get figuring it out. This is a great week. We've got forward motion with all the planets. So encouraging us to move forward is always really, really helpful. And this energy has a very forward motion uh, feel to it. So you're going to feel like, oh, but now it's a little slower. It'll be a little, not right today because it's still all Aries. But after Monday, it'll feel like, okay, I have a plan. I'm going to plant this. I'm going to grow this. You may find you're in the mood for beauty and in the mood for, uh, you know, making yourself look good, you know, well, makeup, that kind of thing, because it is also spring, <laughs> which we love. All right, so this week, as I mentioned today, the moon's in Cancer. It is out of bounds in Cancer. Mars is out of bounds in Cancer. And it does have a hard closing aspect tomorrow night at 8.03 p.m. Um, tomorrow on the 19th, the sun, Mercury enters Taurus at 8.629 in the morning, and Sun enters Taurus at 4.33 um, and so then the moon goes into uh, moon goes void tomorrow night the 19th at 8:03 p.m. Eastern Eastern Times, entering Leo Tuesday morning. Uh, it's in Leo Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday goes void at 8:05 a.m. Moon goes void with a sextile to Mars, and then it enters Virgo at 9:08 a.m. And then it's in Virgo on. Uh, the 22nd, the 23rd, the 24th, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, goes void Saturday morning, bright and early, 6.50 a.m. with a trine to Pluto. And then it goes into Libra in the afternoon at 12.06 p.m. Saturday afternoon. So the weekend's a little fraught, not in a bad way, but, you know, there's a there's an energy of separating and, and departing on some level. Um, but it, the closing aspect is not bad because the moon in Libra is going to have a trine to Jupiter as the last aspect. So we've been le- dealing with Moon and Libras having hard aspects of the square to Pluto, but it has actually this time, because Jupiter's a little on the far end, and now he's, Libra Moon's going to have a trine to Jupiter, so that's got a nice positive ending energy. On the Donald scale, the busy day, uh, there's a busy day on Tuesday because the moon in um, Leo is going to be squaring uh, the planets in the heavens, you know, kind of arguing a little bit with the Taurus planets. Leo wants to do what it wants. Taurus goes, this is what I want to do. So there's a little arguments with the feminine energies. Um, and then the uh, Thursday has a kind of a surprise because Uranus and Venus meet up in a conjunction in Taurus which happens, you know, once every 84 years. I mean, Venus meets Uranus every year, but this particular one, you know, is Uranus is like, hey, you know, hi, girl, how you doing? So that happens on uh, Thursday. This is a good day if you want to go out and meet somebody. 
good opportunity to meet someone that's interesting or to kind of find some work that's interesting. Uh, I know in my case, I'm going to be at a conference this weekend. Uh, I encourage you to sign up for it, the OPA Conference, OPA, the Organization for Professional Astrology. And they have uh, the, the tracks are all sold out, but you can go to the lectures. And we're talking about all this new and exciting energy in the heavens this week. Uh, as I mentioned before, Friday, Mars goes into Cancer, but the moon is very productive in working then. You know, needs a little adjustment, so they're kind of mixed work, work, adjust, adjust, work, work, adjust, adjust. And then next Sunday is very busy uh, as we're leading into the full moon right as Pluto stations. But it is a closing aspect that's positive, so even though it's busy, you should feel a positive result from it. So that's that's helpful in terms of our emotional barometer. And, of course, it's the Cancer house, the Leo house, the Virgo house, the Libra house. So those are the personal creativity, your home and family, how you nurture, your, what you want to create to send out in the world, how you're going to do it, your Virgo, your habits, your routines, your rituals. And then, gee, I want to have a relationship. Uh, you know, I want to partner, want to work with you in some way. So there's an energy of collaboration. Uh, when we look at the sun this week, it's moving along a degree a day. So it goes from 29 Aries all the way to 8 Taurus with that shift into Taurus uh, to uh, the 19th at around 4.30. Um, Sunday is pretty quiet this, this week. has a semi-square to Neptune, which is kind of an energy where he's thinking about what would be nice. And it's an opening semi-square, which means he's kind of, you know, a little bit of an adjustment of the dream to make it more practical. You know, a lot of times we have these dreams, and then there's all these steps to get them done. And so the sun's going to say to Neptune, well, that, you know, that's a great dream, but, you know, we have to have, we have to do stuff. And Neptune goes, oh, okay, do stuff? You know, because Neptune's Neptune, right? So you, you're going to have a, we have to do stuff and feels to the week. Mercury this week is running from 27 Aries to 17 and almost 18 Taurus, right? That is a flying Mercury, almost, you know, 20 degrees in seven days, almost three degrees a day, he's whipping. He goes into Taurus, and remember, whatever he does, the sun's going to do in a couple of weeks. He goes into Taurus, as I mentioned, tomorrow morning, bright and early. He does want to beautify the beautify the home, beautify you. You know, he kind of comes over and says, okay, let's clean this up. Let's get this looking good on the 22nd. Then he adjusts his dream, and he, after the sun talks to the dream, Mercury talks to the dream, and he says, oh, I think we need to maybe do this. This would be good. So they kind of have this forward motion energy. Remember, Mercury and the sun are what we call combust, so they're kind of thinking the same way. They're joined in the heavens. They got joined uh, today on the 18th. They get joined tonight around 10 o'clock. Um, so they're kind of they're in sync in terms of what they're what they're suggesting happen. Uh, Mercury also has a really nice aspect to Venus and Uranus, and of course, as I mentioned, Venus meets up with Uranus. So Mercury kind of chats with those two guys and says, "Okay, so what is the creative thing we need to do to get this rolling?" Because now that Mercury's in town, Venus has her helper, right? And he, now that he's in Taurus, he, he's able to help. He meets up with Uranus bright and early on the 24th with a little bit of a, you know, a little bit of surprising news. Venus meets up with Uranus on the 22nd. So Venus meets up and then Mercury meets up and then they have a plan. Think of the three of them kind of working together. Mercury has a hard aspect to the nodes of fate where he has to make an adjustment. 
on the 24th, and he also has a fight with Saturn on the 25th. You know, it's really about clarifying terms and how we're going to do it. He comes out of that fight with Saturn, and he says to Venus, all right, girl, we got a plan. Let's go. And then he has a strategic meeting on the 26th about forward motion. So this is all about physical, practical negotiation, and then he takes some farther, from some firm forward motion on the 27th as he has his uh, semi-square to Mars. We find Venus this week uh, running from 5 through 15 Taurus, so she's going pretty quick too. She's going, you know, 10 degrees in seven days, so she's at a pretty fast clip for her. Um, and so she also has a, an idea about how to make everything a little better, a little prettier. That's going to be on Tuesday the 20th. I'm having my hair cut and colored that day, so I know Linda is going to say to me, highlight season, Anne. So I'm like, okay. Um, so that energy, it's beautification time. You know, you're going to hear a lot of, we're having a beautification project. In fact, this morning when I was getting ready for getting ready for the day, the radio guy was saying, yeah, there are people are on the beach cleaning the beach up. You know, I'm like, yeah, you know, um, time to clean things up and make them pretty. Uh, Venus also has a semi-square to Neptune, the same as the Sun and Mercury. So both, all three of them talking to Neptune this week, he's going to be a little overwhelmed by all three of them checking in with him. You know how you have a busy day and you visit your grandmother and she's kind of like, all right, you kids can all go home now. <laughs> you know, like, I need you to leave. So you may find, you know, you're, where, depending on where your Neptune is, you may find you're a little more tired. I, I was talking to um, one of my friends who's a really good astrologer up in Canada named Jeannie, and she said, you know, she's having a big Neptune transit. So she said to her kids, I'm not demented. I'm just having a Neptune transit, but I need to take a nap now. So this is this energy of Venus, Mercury, and the sun all talking to in a little bit of a, you know, for us to make that dream come true, we have to do stuff because they're in practical do signs, right? So the opportunity to make the changes is this week the changes that you want to make the dream happen. Uh, also, a little arguments with partners on the 21st because Venus is in a sesquiquadrate with Juno. I'm not happy with you. We need to make some changes here. And then she has, a, of course, a conjunction with Uranus, like change, change, change. So there's an energy of needing to make the changes to get what you want, and that's an important component. On the 23rd, uh, Venus has a hard aspect to the nodes of fate, asking her to adjust, which is similar to the aspect that Mercury has on the 24th, right? So Venus does it the 23rd, Mercury does it the 24th, the Sun will do it next week. But we do need to adjust sometimes to get to where we're supposed to go. It's kind of like when you go, when you go the wrong way and your car starts to yell at you if you've got the GPS thing on. And then it goes adjusting. You know, go forward and do a U-turn. And you're like, no, I'm actually stopping to do something. Leave me alone. You know, and you turn the, you turn the voice off because, you know, it's telling you you're going wrong way. So that, that's the energy of Venus and Mercury with the nodes this week. You're not going the wrong way. You're just taking a road trip, a little side trip here. Venus also has a square to Pluto or to Saturn, the same way that Mercury does. Her square is on the 25th. Mercury square is also on the 25th. Uh, his is at 7 in the morning, it's at 8 o'clock in the morning, and hers is at midnight. So the two of them are kind of, you know, Venus complains to Saturn, then Mercury complains. It's like a fight with your father, a fight with... Uh, the energy of structure in your life. It's not a bad fight, but it 
you know, structures need to change, and that's what you're 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 looking at this week. Venus also is in a sextile to Athena, same as Mercury is, coming up with a strategic plan about how to do stuff. Um, the big feature of the week is Pluto stationing. He stations next week on the 27th, and that's great when he stations. We feel it, though, five days before, so we're going to feel it like Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and then he'll go backwards uh, until the fall. So that's a power dynamic. That's usually an argument. That's usually a war. There's usually a volcano that blows up someplace or an earthquake. So we're going to watch for that. And, of course, this week Mars enters Cancer. Um, uh, He's been in Gemini for about two months, and when he enters Cancer, he gets much more sensitive. Um, Remember, Mars does not like being in Cancer because it's considered... Uh, it's a detriment. And why would Mars be in a detriment in Cancer? And this, this is how you learn astrology. You think about, well, why wouldn't Mars like being in Cancer? Well, you're not supposed to fight with your family, right? Um, you're not supposed to fight with the moon. The moon is how you feel comfortable. When Mars is in, when Mars is in the sign of the moon, he doesn't feel comfortable. He feels like he wants to fight with the moon. He wants to fight with what makes you feel comfortable. The good news about Mars in Cancer, it's a great time to attack habits that you want to get rid of, right? Because moon is habits. And so you go, ah, I don't want to keep doing that anymore. Mars into Cancer allows you to do it. But Mars into Cancer every two and a half days, he changes his mind. (laughs) And we all get to be honorary Cancers when Mars is in Cancer because every two and a half days, the the emotional mood shifts as the moon shifts signs. So we're going to watch that emotional mood change and we're going to not see Mars get out. He's going into Cancer on the 24th and he gets out of Cancer um, on uh, June, let me see right here, June 12th. So we got Mars in the mood. He's in the mood. Got a little, got a little PMS sometimes. Got, you know, it depends on the mood. He might be in a happy mood too if the moon's in a happy sign. But you're going to really feel that energetic shift with Mars shifting and then, of course, Pluto stopping. So uh, the good news is uh, when Mars shifts into Cancer, the moon is in Virgo. So you're going to be able to be kind of precise about how am I going to use this Mars energy. And to help you be more precise, um, I'm doing a new offering with Astrology Hub, which you're all welcome to participate in. You know, if you follow me on Twitter, I do daily tweets. And there's a wonderful woman who works for Astrology Hub named Jamie. And um, she came up, she said, you know, I, uh, uh, she came up with this great idea, and she and Amanda, Amanda wanted it, Jamie wanted it, they talked to me about it, I said yes. So what we're doing is I'm recording a morning greeting, and then the daily aspects that get tweeted to your phone. It's four ninety nine a month, it's available on Astrology Hub slash pocket. You'll help me pay for my mortgage. <laughs> I'm like, I, I need to pay for my mortgage. So this is my, this is my, we're calling it my mortgage fund. Um, and so sign up if you like, a, if you'd like a daily weekly weather in your pocket, it gets sent to you with kind of the key aspects for the day with an explanation of how to use them. But you get a little four minute little greeting from me in your morning when you wake up. So think about signing up. Appreciate it if you do. You're helping me pay for my mortgage. <laughs> you're all pitching, you're all pitching a little pitching a little money into the pot. So the uh, forward motion with that Mars going into Cancer is how do we take action 
to get what we want. And of course, because Mars is in Cancer, it will help us work with our habits. Uh, so this is a great energy for, you know, beginning new diets, starting new things, beginning new, new stuff that exercise routines, things that support us moving towards what we want. And of course, to get what we want, we always have to change a little. And I know last year there was lots and lots of change and people were like, oh, I'm so tired of change. I'm so tired of change. Well, now it's like, all right, let's, let's, Let's go forward. Let's go forward holding hands, jumping along, singing, skipping, having a good time because the energy is how do we get there? How do we create our new life? How do we recreate our world after we went through this pandemic? What is our vision of our soul and our self and where we want to be? So it's a really nice week for that kind of energy, whether you're having a cup of tea with a friend or you're sitting outside and enjoying the sun or you're walking in the park and you're having the cherry blossom petals rain on your head <laughs> and kind of feeling bathed in, bathed in pink, pink, um, pink petals. You know, there's a beautiful park in New York called uh, Brooklyn Botanical Gardens, and they have a cherry blossom alley, a walkway with benches, and you can walk through it, and when the cherry blossoms are falling, I mean, it's beautiful when they're on the trees, of course, but when they're falling, it looks like this beautiful pink snow, and you sit on the bench, and cherry blossoms land on your hair. It's very cool. So kind of imagine that gentleness, that gentleness of energy. And, of course, Taurus is lusty, too, so I, I know a few people that are like, I'm going I'm gonna go out and meet somebody. I'm like, All right, well the sun's going into Taurus, Venus is going into Taurus. This is a good time for firming up relationships, clarifying them, or you know, is the case in J Lo and um A Rod ending it and saying, Okay, I guess this is done, next chapter. You know, it's a, it's 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 an easy energy to work with this week. So I wish you a good week and a happy day and a happy week and just remember you know you're really you're on you're in charge this is your life you're building creating enjoying expanding blooming uh today would have been my father's 92nd birthday yesterday my mother was dead 38 years which is hard to believe it's been 38 years since she passed yes she died the day before my father's birthday they were very close and then of course two years ago he started to die on her birthday uh, and he died a couple days after. He didn't. He didn't wake up on her birthday, and they kind of roused him, and they, clearly there was something off. Sent him to the hospital, and the doctor said, "Call the kids," and home we went. So, um, and it's also tax day. Well, not really, because the IRS extended, <laughs> but it was. It is tax day. So there's a there's a reference of uh, new beginning, new energy. So enjoy the Aries for the last day you have it, and then next week it's all about Taurus. It's all about Hmm, love and connection and good music and good food and happiness, uh, happiness. We love Venus when she's in Taurus. So wishing you a great week. Have a good day. Bye-bye.